everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. With one of America's most beloved holidays just around the corner, Valentine's Day, you would think all is rosy, flowers, candy, and romance. You would think. Not so with the recent rollout of a film that is making headlines not only for the millions it is expected to garner worldwide, but for the continuing of its messaging, the normalization and acceptance of degrading sexual and physical abuse of women, and all in the name of love. Fifty Shades Darker, the second in this three-film franchise, promises to do just that. Here to explain this and more is one of the nation's strongest advocates for women in all respects, Senior Vice President and Executive Director of the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, commonly known as NCSE, and formerly known for the past 60 years as Morality in Media. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome to testimony, always a joy, Don Hawkins. Don, welcome back to testimony. Oh, thank you. It's so wonderful to be with you. Thanks for covering these issues. Well, Don, it's great to have you, and thank you for what you are doing in NCSE. We first met as a recap for our audience who may not have heard your story a couple of years ago in Nashville when you shared how you took a trip to Europe and what you saw and the degradation of women there. You not only had to document but you determined you needed to actually do something about it. And you have, and boldly so. So today, Don, I want our listeners to hear about what even the global community is now boycotting, and that is the second in a trilogy of the Fifty Shades of Grey movie franchise, Fifty Shades Darker, just released nationwide, and why the fantasy of this film, if acted out, is not only dangerous, but worst case scenario, deadly to the woman who submits herself to this type of subjugation, Christian or not. Don Hawkins, can you explain? Sure. Well, the Fifty Shades of Grey book series and film franchise normalizes and glamorizes this story of sexual and domestic abuse as if it's a story of true love and romance. And for those who don't know kind of the storyline, just share briefly that it's about this wealthy, powerful, older businessman named Christian Gray who meets a young college student who's quite innocent, lacking confidence, named Anna, and he woos her into his BDSM world or torture sex world. And um, this kind of relationship, he, he does so by using um, things like intimidation, humiliation, he's violent, he stalks her, he manipulates her, he's very jealous, he's very controlling, um, insists on knowing where she is and who she speaks with, etc. And he uses those tactics to groom Anna and to keep her kind of you know, under his domination. 
And even throughout the story, she's consistently isolated, she's threatened, she's manipulated, but she continues to come back to Christian again and again because um, she thinks that her love can change him. And what's worse is, like, as the story progresses, Anna, the, the story does seem like she has changed him, which is so misleading and damaging to, to put out there because so many women in these kinds of relationships, they stay because they think they can change them. But almost never is that possible. In fact, I've never heard a real-life story where that did happen. Right, which leads me to my next question. I think you've answered it in part. Who, in your view, is most vulnerable to accepting this type of degrading, sadistic, an actment having perpetrated that on them and all in the name of love. Is it just women we are talking about here, Don, or is it men also? What are the stats? No, this is such a damaging story to young women and young men. Um, unfortunately, the story is being pushed as a kind of chick flick film for women, but it's become so pervasive in media, mainstream media is by and large promoting this as normal and, and something to be glamorized. And, and so young men are also getting the message that this is how women not only want to be treated, but it's how they should treat women. Um, and then, you know, women are getting the message that this is what a relationship is like. If they're treated like this, it means he loves me and I should stay. I can help him. Um, you know, I heard a story after the last film came out, about six months after the last film came out, and this is a tragic story. It happens to be someone, I, I know the family, and this young man who has just graduated from high school, was um, becoming a firefighter, his lifelong dream, was in a relationship with a, a young woman his age, and they decided that they wanted to act out the Fifty Shades of Grey relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they didn't know how to do it, and it, it turned bad. And the woman, young woman ended up getting very, very hurt. And this young man ended up in jail. And his life is ruined. The young woman's life is ruined. I mean, there are story after story after story of couples, many young individuals who are trying this kind of stuff out on their own. And they're finding the, the trauma that comes from a relationship like this is long-lasting, and it can affect your life for decades to come. Right, and that actually leads into another question that I have for you. In the Quran, Muslim men are allowed to beat and rape their wives for any reason and without any consequence. Is Fifty Shades Darker a precursor to this type of ideology being embraced in America today as normal? Your thoughts? Well, I can't comment on anything in the Quran or the Muslim religion. I, I don't know about that, but I can say that um, this kind of behavior, this kind of relationship that is very um, sexually violent and unhealthy is being legitimized and glamorized in America, and largely because our porn culture, like pornography has seeped into every aspect of our culture. And the messages in pornography are that women are to be used, abused, and discarded. And so, I mean, I think that with the, pop the popularity of this film, it's really showing how pornified our culture has become. Right. And just for our listening audience, in the Quran, 
and for your information as well, Don, and I'm sure that you already know this, it is a fact. Muslim men are allowed to beat and rape their wives for any reason at all and without any consequence, and that if it were possible here in America today, they would invoke Sharia law, which in the courts would allow for this. And if a wife is raped, or if a woman is raped for any reason at all, she must provide four male witnesses of what happened. And in all reality, that doesn't happen. So there's a fear there. Women hold back. They don't talk about their abuse. And in the Fifty Shades Darker movie and in the franchise, is the woman shut down by fear of retribution? Talk to that. Yeah, again, I can't comment on, on Sharia law, the Quran, but in, this, in Fifty Shades of Grey and Fifty Shades Darker, Anna, the, the female um, main character, I mean, she is consistently just isolated, manipulated, She's threatened, she's afraid, but she keeps coming back again and again. And this really follows the cycle of domestic abuse that has been proven time and time again. Um, and, and yet we're glamorizing this as kind of a romantic fairy tale that all young women should want. Exactly, exactly. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Don Hawkins, Senior Vice President and Executive Director of the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. We're talking about the film... Fifty Shades Darker, just released nationwide, and the dangers of this film, which has promulgated a global outrage by women's group that want to protect women. Dawn, from a spiritual perspective, we know that the Bible says in Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way that he should go, he or she should go, and when they are older, they will not depart from it. Now, if a woman is insecure about her self-image, she doesn't know who she is from a spiritual perspective and from a practical perspective. What advice do you have for that young woman listening today that may be in a situation that she does not want to be in, trapped in an abusive situation? Well, um, there's a lot of help and there's a lot of resources for you. I think um, it's Im- it's important to recognize that you are worth something, that you have innate human dignity that can't be taken away from you. And while others may treat you that way or devalue you, you you know, to dig deep and to find that you're a daughter of God. I think also looking and, and reaching out and telling somebody. And so often individuals in relationships like this feel like they can't tell anybody. They're embarrassed. They don't think anybody will be able to help. They don't want to make their partner more angry. But tell someone that you trust. Reach out. There's so many resources online, anonymous places you can go to find resources um, where they, they can help you, you know, start preparing things to get out of a relationship like this um, and so forth. And uh, we are actually asking, as part of our campaign, Fifty Shades is Abuse, we're asking people to donate to women's agencies, women's shelters that help women who are struggling like this. And so even if you're, if you're not in a relationship like this, you know, recognize that so many young women and, and, and women in general are in this and, and reach out and try to help them. And one way you could do that is by giving to your local women's shelters. 
And what, from a social media standpoint, I know your website. Tell us what your website is. Yeah, it's um, if you go to 50shadesisabuse.com, you'll go directly to our little web mini, mini website on this, and you'll find a dozen social media graphics we've made so you can help raise awareness online to counter the mainstream mes- media messages. Um, but we also have this campaign, $50, Not 50 Shades, where we're asking people to give to women's shelters where women like Anna end up. So again, if you go to 50shadesisabuse.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Don Hawkins, Senior Vice President and Executive Director of the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, commonly known as NCSE, formerly known as Morality in Media. You can learn more about Don's work, ministry, and mission by visiting endsexualexploitation.org and get informed, get involved, and yes, get help if you are one trapped in a life of abuse or know of someone who is. Don, I want to thank you for taking time to inform all of our listeners of the dangers that can so easily creep in through popularized media of the wrong kind. In this case, the Fifty Shades movie franchise, and in particular, the Fifty Shades Darker movie, which emboldens the perpetrator and lays to waste its victim. Your organization, NCSE, is a frontline leader in not only exposing this type of sexual exploitation and abuse, but fighting to end it wherever it may be found. We thank you, and God bless you. Thank you. God bless you, and thank you, everyone, who's going to take action now. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.